Well, good afternoon, everyone. Uh, bonsoir, tout le monde. Lovely to see you all again. Oh, je suis très content de vous voir encore ce soir. Today, I, I feel like I'm 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 speaking about prayer today. Oh, ce soir, je vais parler sur la prière. But I feel like I'm speaking to people who are greater and mightier in prayer than I am. Ah, je suis je sens que je suis en train de parler à des gens qui sont plus grands dans la prière que je suis. So I pray that uh, I will learn the most from my sermon. Oh, je crois que je vais aussi apprendre à partir de ma prédication. I would like to uh, read to you from the book of James, chapter 5. J'aimerais lire dans le, euh, dans le livre de Jacques, verset 5. Jacques, c'est dans le Nouveau Testament. And we will read uh, verses 16 to 18. Euh, nous lisons, nous sommes dans Jacques, verset 5, à partir du verset 16 et au verset 17. James says, confess your trespasses to one another. Euh, la Bible de Jacques est en train de dire, confessez donc vos péchés les uns aux autres. And pray for one another. Et priez les uns pour les autres. That you may be healed. Euh, afin que vous soyez guéris. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man La du juste avails much. A une grande, a une grande Elijah was a man with a nature like ours. Était un homme de la même nature que nous. And he prayed earnestly Il pria avec that it would not rain. And it did not rain on the land for three years and six months. And he prayed again. And the heaven gave rain. And the earth produced its fruit. Lord, we pray for ourselves this afternoon. Lord, as we speak about this great subject of prayer, pendant que nous sommes en train de parler sur ce grand thème de la prière, Please help us, God. Seigneur, aide-nous ce soir. Please open your word to us. Seigneur, ouvre tes voies ce soir. Holy Spirit, build your church today. Seigneur, Saint-Esprit, construis ton église ce soir. We pray in Jesus' name. Nous prions au nom de Jésus-Christ. Amen. 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 I want to say, I... I think it's a very good thing that we have a French service at Saint-Germain. I believe there are more and more uh, French-speaking refugees coming to Cape Town. And they need uh, to hear about Jesus. Et ils, ils veulent écouter de parler de Jésus-Christ. So Je crois qu'il y a des gens que Dieu va amener à Cape Town afin qu'ils soient sauvés. If it means you have to leave your country and walk 5000 kilometers to Cape Town. Cela signifie que tu dois quitter ton pays jusqu'à 5000 kilomètres jusqu'à Cape Town. But when you get to Cape Town, you get saved. Quand tu arrives à Cape Town, tu es sauvé. Then it's worth it. Oh, ça c'est glorieux de venir. Not only uh, can many French people be saved if we have this service. Non seulement que les francophones seront sauvés lorsqu'on a des services. But also many uh, uh, godly 
French-speaking refugees who are already Christians can be encouraged. Jesus told a parable about a great feast. And those who were first invited were making excuses. They didn't come. But when they refused to come, then the master of the feast told his servant, go, in, go into the highways and the, and the byways, the hedges, and compel them to come in. Ah, il a dit ceci, puisqu'ils ont refusé de venir, allez même en route et prends n'importe qui pour les amener là où nous sommes dans la fête. So, I want to encourage you as we keep having this French service. Je suis en train de vous encourager pendant que nous sommes en train de, de, de nous sommes dans le service francophone. Please be diligent to compel people to come. Oh, sois encouragé d'amener les gens à, à, à venir au milieu de nous. Amen. Amen. Alléluia. Today I want to preach about uh, prayer. Oh, ce soir, j'aimerais parler sur la prière. I want to answer three questions. J'aimerais euh, en donner la solution à trois questions. Who may pray? Qui peut prier? Why should we pray? Pourquoi nous devons prier? And how should we pray? Et comment nous pouvons prier? Who, why, and how Qui, euh, et so let us start with who may pray oh, pourquoi, par qui doit prier. and there's a very short answer to the question who may pray anyone who prays in the name of Jesus celui qui prie dans le nom de if you pray in Jesus name si tu pries dans le nom de Jésus, you may pray. Tu peux prier. You can be old. Tu peux être grand. You can be young. Tu peux être enfant. Young enough just to say a few words, Mais maybe. But if you pray in Jesus' name, Mais you si can tu, pray. Si tu pries dans le nom de Jésus-Christ, tu peux prier. You can be rich. Tu peux être riche, bien -aimé. And you are, and you can pray Mais in Jesus' tu name. Prier dans le nom de God will not say no to a rich man. Dieu ne peut pas dire non aux, aux if he prays in Jesus' name. Mais prie dans le nom de and we thank God for people in God's kingdom. Who are rich people? Oh, we thank the Lord for them. Nous merci à Dieu pour eux. But we thank the Lord for the poor. Et nous aussi merci pour les because if a poor man bah. prays in Jesus' name, ah, que le est en train le Seigneur, the ears of the Lord are open to his prayers. Anyone who prays in Jesus' name may pray. Celui qui prie dans le nom de Christ, I want to ask the question, well, what does it mean to pray in Jesus' name? J'aimerais répondre à la question, ça signifie quoi prier dans le nom de Jésus-Christ? Because if to be able to pray, you must pray in Jesus' name, what does it mean to pray in Jesus' name? We must understand. Cela, ça signifie quoi prier dans le nom de Jésus-Christ? Nous devons écouter, nous devons entendre cela. Firstly, I want to say two things about what it means to pray in Jesus' name. Firstly, to pray in Jesus' name means to pray with a humble, repentant heart. 
Prier dans le nom de Jésus-Christ, c'est prier avec un cœur qui est humble et repentant. In, in Psalm 51, Dans 51 uh, David's great prayer of repentance. Oh, David qui est grand dans la repentance. After he slept with Bathsheba and killed her husband Uriah. He prayed. Uh, he prayed these words. Il a prié cette prière. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit. Oh, le sacrifice de Dieu. Je m'excuse, Psalm 51. The, okay. Psalm 51, verse. Verse. Let me get the verse for you. Psalm, Psalm 51. And David is talking about the sacrifices that people bring. Ah, David est en train de parler du sacrifice que le peuple est en train d'amener. But the biggest sacrifice that we can bring to God. Bien aimé, le plus grand sacrifice que nous pouvons amener à Dieu. Is a broken spirit. Oh, c'est un esprit qui est brisé. And a broken and a contrite heart. Oh, un, un cœur qui est brisé, bien aimé. It is verse 17 of Psalm 51. Uh, let's read the verse. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit. 17. Psalm 51, verse 17. Psalm 51, verse 17. So the sacrifices of God are a broken spirit. A broken and a contrite heart. These, O oh God, you will not despise. Oh, tu ne peux pas être, euh, être, tu ne peux pas laisser cela. And so, if we want to pray in Jesus' name, we must pray with a humble heart. si nous voulons prier dans le nom de Jésus-Christ, nous devons prier avec un cœur qui est brisé. And we must not delay to do this. Et on ne peut pas arrêter de faire cela, bien aimé. Because the heart can be hardened. Parce que le cœur peut être brisé, bien aimé. It is for this cause that everyone who is godly shall pray. C'est pourquoi, c'est pour cette raison que tout celui, bien aimé, qui est appelé par le Seigneur doit prier. In the time when God may be found. Oh, pendant que le temps que Dieu peut nous donner. There, there comes a time when a heart Uh, becomes hardened and unrepentant. And though uh, someone may have regret for something they've done, their regret is a worldly sorrow, not a godly sorrow. A godly sorrow knows that its sin is primarily against God. For godly sorrow produces repentance. Godly sorrow, not the sorrow of the world, but a godly sorrow, it, it leads to repentance, which leads to salvation, and that is not to be regretted. 
But the sorrow of the world only produces death. There are people who do not know the Lord. And they live with terrible regret. But that regret does not produce repentance. It only produces sorrow and death. But we must come to God with godly sorrow. Sorrow that leads to repentance. And produces life. We must not be like that profane man Esau. Who, who, who sold his birthright for a bowl of food. And afterwards, when he wanted to get the blessing back, he could, he could find no place for repentance. Though he was crying, he did not have a broken heart. Just regret. So this is the first thing which we must do to pray in Jesus' name. We must pray with humility. But secondly, to pray in Jesus' name means, means to pray with faith in Christ's work on the cross. The name of Jesus is not a, 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 a magic word. It's not a word we just say and that makes our prayer work. To pray in Jesus' name does not really mean for His name to be on your lips. But, you, but it means to pray with His name on your heart. To believe what He did on the cross. Jesus is not a mythical character, just a story. He was a real man. He lived 2,000 years ago. And he died on a cross to save sinners. And he rose from the dead. And those that put their faith in him are forgiven all of their sins so that they can come into God's presence. If you look at a coin, a coin always has two sides. In English, we say heads and tails. Okay, so uh, when you have a coin, you can't have the pill without the fuss. There is no genuine sorrow for sin, there's no repentance. Without faith in Jesus. 
Bien aimé, il n'y a pas la repentance sans la foi dans le Seigneur Jésus-Christ. Godly sorrow for sin. Bien aimé dans le Seigneur, la foi de Dieu pour le péché always comes with faith in the work of the cross. Bien aimé dans le Seigneur, vient toujours par la foi dans la croix, à la croix. The apostle Paul says that it is in Jesus Christ Paul est en train de dire en Jésus Christ that we have bold, boldness and access with confidence Nous avons la gloire et l'accès vers la confidence bien-aimés through faith in him au travers la foi en lui In the old covenant Dans l'Ancien Testament the Israelites could not enter the very center of the temple they weren't allowed there Les anciens israéliens ne pouvaient pas entrer dans le temple dans le lieu très saint du temple That was called the holiest place c'était appelé le saint temple la sainte place Inside that little room Et dans, dans cette, dans, dans, dans cette place là was the presence of God Il y avait la présence de Dieu on the ark that wooden box Et là-bas il y avait l'arche de l'Éternel And that room was was separated from the rest of the temple by a curtain. Et regardez, cette chambre était séparée avec le reste du, du temple par un rideau. A veil had to separate the people from the presence of our holy God. Le voile était en train de séparer le peuple avec la présence de Dieu. People could not come into the presence of our holy God. Le peuple ne pouvait pas entrer dans la présence de Dieu. Because we are not holy. Parce que nous ne sommes pas saints. And God will not look upon sin. Et Dieu ne pouvait pas regarder les péchés. And so there was a veil. C'est pourquoi il y avait un voile bien aimé dans le Seigneur. But when Christ died on the cross, pendant que Dieu Jésus Christ est mort à la croix, the veil in the temple was torn in two. Oh, le voile a été déchiré en deux bien aimé. From top to bottom. A commencé par le haut jusqu'en bas. A miracle as he died. Il y a un miracle lorsqu'il est mort, bien aimé dans le Seigneur. Showing us that the way into God's presence for et, all people has now been opened. Et cela a nous a montré la voie vers, vers notre Dieu, bien aimé dans le Seigneur. Do you know that you can come into God's presence now? Vous savez que maintenant vous pouvez venir dans la présence de Dieu maintenant? The Bible says that the veil that was torn was actually a type of the body of Jesus. La Bible déclare que le voile qui était là, c'était actuellement le, le, en fait, le, 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 le corps de Jésus-Christ. And that veil was torn because his body was torn. Oh, ce voile a été déchiré parce que son corps a été déchiré. His body was broken and torn for us. Bien aimé, son corps a été déchiré pour nous. So that our sins could be forgiven. Afin que nos péchés devaient être pardonnés. It was God's punishment for our sins. Bien aimé dans le Seigneur, c'était bien aimé le, 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 la condamnation, le jugement de Dieu à cause de notre péché. Instead of falling on us, ah. it fell on Him. Bien aimé dans le Seigneur, ça devait tomber sur nous, mais c'est allé tomber sur Lui. So punishment has been finished. Bien aimé dans le Seigneur, le jugement est terminé. And we can go free. Nous devons maintenant être libres. We now have peace with God. Oh, nous avons maintenant la paix avec le Seigneur. 
Now the way has been opened for us to come into God's Now we have boldness to enter the holiest place. By the blood of Jesus. We can pray to God because we now have peace with God. But that peace only comes through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Do you have faith in Jesus Have you accepted him as your savior? Let us draw near to God with a true heart. In full assurance of faith. Having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience. Until you repent and put your faith in Jesus Christ. God will not accept your prayer request. You cannot pray to God with an evil heart. Jesus said, uh, he told a, Jesus told a parable. About a man who came to the altar in the Old Testament with a sacrifice. But he said, if you find yourself at the altar and then you remember. That your brother has something against you. Leave your sacrifice at the altar. And go and be reconciled to your, to your brother. And having been reconciled, then come back. If you do not... Uh, if you have not received Christ's forgiveness yet, you cannot come into the presence of God. You may have many problems in your life. And you may want God to help you. But you must first be reconciled to God. Before he will hear your prayers. Jesus said when you pray. Pray like this. Say our father. God must be your father if you are to pray to him. Only, only his children are welcome in his courts. Prayer is a privilege of being adopted by God as a child. It is one of the privileges of God's children. That all other people do not have. But if you do not know God as your father here today. Be of good courage. As many as receive Jesus. To them God gives the right to become the children of God. To those who believe in his name. You can become a child of God today. 
This is a faithful saying. And worthy of all acceptance. That Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. For whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Why do you wait? Call on his name today and be saved. So this was our first question. Who may pray? And the answer is those who pray in Jesus' name. Meaning those who are humble and repentant in heart. And have faith in Jesus' work on the cross. It is they who may pray. Second question. Why do we pray? In the Lord's prayer, Jesus said that we are to pray for all of these things. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. All of those things we pray for a reason. And at the end of the Lord's Prayer, He gives us the reason. For yours is the kingdom. Yours is the power. And yours is the glory. We are to pray because the kingdom, the power, and the glory are God's. I want to look at these three reasons Jesus gives. Firstly, for yours is the kingdom. That means that when we pray to God as our Father, we are praying as citizens of a kingdom. So when we pray as citizens of a kingdom, we are praying to none other than the king. We are in his kingdom, and he is the king. What does that mean? That means he has the authority. He has he has the right to answer the prayers that we pray. In the days of Solomon, two women came to Solomon. And they were carrying a dead baby and a living baby. And one woman said to Solomon, Please help me. This lady slept on her baby during the night and killed him. Oh, cette femme a couché sur son fils et il l'a tué. 
Then she came in the night and swapped babies with my baby. And when I woke in the morning, there was her baby dead and she had my baby. I'm sure you know the story. What Solomon did. But I want to ask, why did they come to Solomon? Why did they not go to someone else? They came to Solomon because he had the authority. Whatever he said would happen. In the days of Elisha, a woman came after having been in a far country. She came back to her home and she came to the king to ask for her land to be restored to her. And the king granted her request. When she came back to Israel, she went straight to the king. Because if the king says, I can have my land back, no one can argue. He, he has the authority. When you come to God with your prayer, Jesus does not have to ask anybody's permission to answer your prayers. There is no higher authority. Jesus said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. I don't need to ask anybody's permission. If you ask me, I have the authority because I am the King of Kings. So that thing that troubles you today, my friend. Jesus has the right, the authority. To save you. And when you cry out to him. You are crying out to the king. Jesus said, oh, I have been given authority over all flesh. And when Jesus was about to go to the cross, he told his disciples, now the ruler of this world will be cast out. He, uh, the devil had authority over the earth. He was given authority to blind people. And to trouble people. And to ruin their lives. But as Jesus was going to the cross. He said now the ruler of this world will be cast Do you know the devil has been defeated? 
Alléluia. So we pray because his is the kingdom. He has the authority to answer. Secondly, Jesus said we pray because yours is the power. Power means might. It means ability. Amen. Just, just because uh, a king has authority, oui, parce que le roi a l'autorité, it doesn't mean that he can do what you ask. Maybe a king has got authority, oh, le roi a but he has no power. Mais il a pas le pouvoir. There were stories like that in the Old Testament. Uh, there's a story of the siege of Jerusalem. And a woman cried out to the king. He said, you need to help us. But he could not help. And the city was taken. But this is not like Jesus. Jesus has authority, yes. But he also has all power. He can do whatever you ask. For this purpose was the Son of God manifest. That he might destroy the works of the devil. His arm is not shortened that he cannot save. His arm is not too short. No, he can save. He can do what you ask. For nothing is impossible. You know that? Nothing is impossible. He has all power. This is the same God who spoke and the universe was made. He can solve your problem. Do you believe? So that's the second reason why we pray. Because we are not praying to some weak God. We are praying to an infinitely powerful God. He does whatever He pleases. Hallelujah. Amen. Est-ce qu'on peut dire Amen? Est-ce qu'on peut dire Amen? Est-ce qu'on peut dire encore Amen? Alléluia. So we pray because God has authority, he, he has the right to do it. And he has the power to do it. And thirdly, we pray for yours is the glory. God is glorified by answering prayer. Why does God want us to pray? Because God delights to show us that He's with us. And that He loves us. Jesus made a new covenant in His blood. And God wants to demonstrate his faithfulness to the covenant. God delights in the prayer of his saints. 
Dieu répond aux prières de ses saints. He doesn't just put up with your prayers. No, the Bible says he delights in your prayers. He loves it when you pray to him. Because he loves to show you his faithfulness. This is why God wants us to pray. For his own glory. When prayers are answered, the hearts of the saints are filled with gratitude. You know what it's like. Some days you come to church and you have a heavy heart. Because times are difficult. You have big problems. And then sometimes you have a breakthrough. You know what that's like. In worship uh, on a Sunday morning, if you have just had a big breakthrough, oh, your heart is lifted up to God. Full of gratitude. And God loves it when we are like that. That's why we must be like the tenth leper. You remember the story? Uh, ten lepers came to Jesus. And they called out to him, please help us. And Jesus Uh, to test them. He did not just heal them when he was with them. No, he said, go show yourself to the priests. And as they were going, they were healed. But nine of these men for whatever reason they did not come back but one man not even a Jew he came back and the Bible says he fell on his knees and he said thank you We must be like the tenth leper. So that to him can be the glory. So this is the answer to the second question. Why, why must we pray? We pray because he has the authority, the power, and to him is the glory. Now we finish with the third question. How should we pray? The Bible says that this is the confidence that we have in Him. That if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have what we have asked of him. That's in the book of 1 John. So John says, if you ask 
What is his will? Jean est en train de dire si vous demandez ce qui est sa volonté. You will have what you ask for. Et tu verras ce que tu demandes. Sometimes we ask but we don't receive. Il y a des temps où nous sommes en train de demander mais on ne reçoit pas. Because we're not asking for the right things. Parce qu'on demande on, on demande tellement bien aimé. We must ask for the right things. Nous devons demander selon sa volonté. Amen. When, when God made a covenant with David, Quand Dieu a fait avec David you can read that 2 Samuel chapter 7. When God was speaking to David, he made David some precious promises. And you go read the story. And you will see that David prays the promises straight back to God. I will read you the prayer of David. For there is much to learn here. Now, O Lord God, the word which you have spoken concerning your servant, and concerning my house, establish it forever and do as you have said. Did you hear that? David says to God, do as you have said. That's not rude. That's not blasphemous. It is good. God wants us to pray the promises. He continues, so let your name be magnified forever. When people say, the Lord of hosts is the God of Israel. And let the house of your servant David be established before you. This is the thing that God has just promised David. I will establish your house. God says, I will establish your house. David says, Lord, establish my house. You understand? You pray the promises of God. Hallelujah. Listen to the words we carry on with David. For you, O Lord of hosts, God of Israel, you have revealed this to your servant. You said, I will build you a house. For that reason, your servant has found it in his heart to pray this prayer to you. God, you said you would build me a house. That is why I am praying. Build my house. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So how do we pray the will of God? Because you probably haven't heard the, the voice of God like David. Where do we learn the will of God? How, 
How do we know what he wants? Comment nous sommes en train de voir la volonté de Dieu? Well, the, the Lord's prayer is a good start. Bien aimé, la prière de Dieu, c'est un bon commencement. I know I, when I pray, my Father who is in heaven, when I pray that, je sais que quand je suis en train de prier que mon Dieu qui est au ciel, uh, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Let your kingdom come. Give me my bread that I need today, my daily bread. Forgive me my sins. You know the prayer. I know I am praying what he wants. When I say lead me not into temptation. I know I'm praying what he wants. And so I know I have what I've asked. He's not a liar. He says, if I ask what he wants, he will give it. So, Lord, lead me not into temptation. And deliver me from evil. Deliver my wife from evil. Deliver my family, my children from evil. I know I'm praying what he wants. And so I know I have what I pray. For he is not a liar. So start with the Lord's prayer. But as you read the Bible, you, you begin to see a marvelous thing. There are many promises in Scripture. There are many prayers in Scripture. Prayers that, for example, Paul prays for the churches. If Paul prays a prayer for a church, and Paul was an apostle, I know what Paul is praying is a good thing. I know that what Paul prayed is the will of God. So I will take that prayer, and, that, and I will pray it for myself. And I will pray it for my family. When you pray the word of God, you pray the will of God. So I have a prayer list. Because I don't have a good memory. You are probably better than me at remembering all the promises. But for me, it helps to write them down. So I have compiled, you know the word compiled, uh, a list of biblical prayers. Some prayers for protection. Oh, certain prayers for the protection. From Psalm 91, for example. Par exemple, Psalm 91. Some prayers for sanctification. Oh, certain prayers for the sanctification. That my wife and my children and me, we might grow. Afin que ma femme et mes enfants nous puissions bien aimer dans le Seigneur grandir. Some prayers for unity. Oh, certain prayers for unity. 
some prayers for anointing the Holy Spirit. Many different prayers. And I have them in a list. And I pray them every day. As the Lord gives me the power. So pray the word of God. And you will pray the will of God. The more you read your Bible, the more you will know the will of God. You cannot know God if you do not know the Bible. Too many people do not know the Bible. That is why they can be led astray. Uh, they can be blown around with every different new doctrine. Uh, I would encourage you to be reading the whole Bible. Try at least once a year to read from Genesis to Revelation. And when you finish in Revelation, you go back to the beginning and you read it again. And when you finish in Revelation, you go back to the beginning and you read through the Revelation. And you do that until the day the Lord takes you. Until the Lord takes you home. We, we must be people of the Bible. That has many benefits. But one of the benefits is that you will more and more get to know what the will of God is. And that will give you a powerful prayer life. That's the point I'm trying to make to you. And so let us finish. How is it that uh, we are to pray, we are to pray the will of God? Okay, I want to review the three points I made with you today. Because actually very simple. I wanted to ask, uh, answer who can pray. Why do we pray? And how do we pray? Who, do, uh, who can pray? Everyone can pray if we pray in Jesus' name. If we pray with a humble heart and faith in His blood. Why do we pray? Because He has the authority and the power and all the glory is His. Uh, we pray because he is faithful. He's loving and faithful. And then the third thing, how do we pray? We pray according to his will as it is revealed in the Bible. Now two last points before we finish. Oh, deux points avant que nous puissions terminer. You can pray alone. Tu peux prier seul. 
Jesus said it's a good thing. He said when you pray, don't make a big show. Then you have your reward. No, you go to your room. You shut the door. And there you pray to your father. And what God sees in the secret place. He will reward you openly. So pray on your own. But the Bible also says there is special power when we pray together. I don't understand how it really works. Je ne comprends pas comment cela est en train de fonctionner. But I know Jesus said it's true. Mais je sais que Jésus est en train de dire la vérité. When two or three are gathered together in my name. Là où deux trois sont réunis en mon nom. There I am in the midst. Je suis parmi eux. If you ask anything in agreeing in prayer. Et si tu demandes quelque chose dans la dans l'alliance dans la prière. I will give you what you ask. And so we pray together. Now as we close, let me, let me invite anybody uh, to come forward. I want to ask two types of people to come forward. First of all, there may be someone here who is not born again. Maybe you have never received Jesus and asked Him to forgive you. Maybe you have not been adopted as the child of God yet through faith in Jesus. Well, the door is open for you today. You come. Tu peux passer devant. And you receive Jesus. And you will be washed clean. Forgiven. And adopted as the child of God. I want to invite you to come. We will pray. And the second group. Maybe you have a prayer request. We have spoken about prayer today. It's a good day to pray. Maybe there is something you want to pray for. And you want us to agree with you. Don't miss your chance. You come and we will pray with each one. And we will agree. And when God answers the prayer. We will all like the tenth leper. Fall on our knees together. And give him all the glory. Amen. Now you come. Pendant cela, tu vas passer devant. Que Dieu te bénisse. Que Dieu vous bénisse. Que Dieu vous bénisse. Alléluia. Tu n'as jamais reçu le Seigneur.